It's a story of a lovely lady who's bringing up three very lovely girls. All of them had hair of gold, except the youngest, who wore hair and curls. That's right. That's right. What a, what a lovely family they were. Yep, the Brady Bunch. Uh, yep. That's George Chapel on Keystone. This is George and Keith's Musings. We talk about pop culture and things we like. And if you're our age, this is both, man. This is the Brady Bunch was must-see TV. It sure was. It, it was like regular viewing. I mean, it, it went crazy in, in reruns because I remember it was like must-see viewing after school every day, like all through the 70s. Yep. Agreed. Now, yep. I, don't, I don't even know where we landed on this. We were talking about doing top 10 episodes, but that didn't seem like we could find enough information because none of the episodes are spectacular. It's the it's yeah. the piece. It was the pieces within the episode. Do we do top 10 moments? And so, well, I guess we could do that. And I think, at least the way I landed on it, was just like uh, various pieces of trivia about the Brady Bunch. Yeah, kind of, kind of like that. I was, I was kind of like approaching it from top ten memories, uh, just things when, when you think about the Bradys, what do you think about? And these are, and these are like the top ten things that come to my mind. Okay, well, we're a little bit different then. So yeah. why, why don't you give me your tenth best memory of the Bradys? Well, my tenth best memory it goes to Jan. You know, the poor. Middle child, poor, poor, put upon Jan. She was always trying to find herself. And I remember there was one episode where she thought she was just going to be really hip and groovy because that's what the Brady's were all about was being hip and groovy. Yeah. And she went out and she, you know, none of this hair of gold like my mother crap anymore. She went out and got herself a like a, a dark brown Afro type wig. And that was and that was going to be her new uh, her her new image to kind of set herself apart from from all the other Bradys and you know she just walk around with that wig on thinking she was the coolest thing ever. So, yeah, that, that's on my list of memorable <laughs> Brady moments. Okay, yes. Speaking of wigs, um, Mrs. Brady wore a wig the entire first season. Yeah, because. She, uh, when the first episodes were being taped, she was in a play and her hair was a different color and it was cropped real close. So she had to wear oh. a, a wig that whole first season. No, no kidding. Way, way to go, Florence Henderson. Way to take one for the team. Yep. Yeah. Okay, George, let's go right back to you then. What's, what's your number nine favorite? Well, my number nine is it's not made to be a particular moment, but I just remember that there were occasions where celebrities would show up at the Brady house. And, and there were, there were three that I remember, and I'm just going to put do real quick, uh, say who they were and put them into context. One was Don Drysdale, baseball hall of famer. He shows up and he's like watching Greg play baseball. And he, and he just kind of casually tells Greg that, Hey, you got a great arm. You're going to make the big league someday. And Greg just kind of ran with that. And he was going to quit school because Don Drysdale told him he had a great arm. And then uh, another another celebrity that showed up was Rosie Greer. You might remember him. Uh, that was the episode where I think Peter was going to be in the choir and people are making fun of him, calling him a canary. And and Rosie showed up and said, no, hey, you know, I'm, I'm a NFL lineman and I like to sing, too. So so singing is OK. So, uh, you know, a couple of a couple of legendary sports uh, uh 
sports, uh, you know, figures, S- sports figures. Yeah, they showed up in the uh, in the Brady world uh, with maybe with some good advice and maybe some not so good advice. And there was a third celebrity, non sports related. Um, are you going to get into that one? Uh, uh, well, I, I, if you are, I'll, I'll let you. T- I think I know you're, where you're going. I'll, I'll let uh, I'll let you handle that one. Well, Marshall was in charge of getting yeah. a band, yeah, for the prom, and she got Davy Jones from the Monkees to sing at their prom. She sure did. Yeah, that was yeah. That, if it, leave it, leave it to Marsha. You leave it to Marsha to go get Davy Jones. Here's poor Jan in her wig. And Marsha just lands, you know, like the lead singer of the Monkees. I know. It's not yeah, fair. It's I not know. fair. Um, uh, go ahead. What's your next one, George? What's All right. Next? Well, I'm going to kind of continue with the hair theme. Hair, hair seems to be kind of a thing we're talking about here, whether it's Florence Henderson or Jan. But another thing I remember, and this was mostly through the final season of the Brady's run, but it was Mr. Brady's perm. And, uh, you know, the, through the first four seasons, he just had kind of like a regular conservative, you know, standard men's haircut. And he just kind of like went all out in, in season five. Uh, he went all in mid-70s perm, uh, looking every bit as goofy as Jan did in her wig. Okay, let's talk about Mr. Brady. Robert yeah. Reed hated the Brady Bunch. Yeah. Um, he had a He had a, back in the day, you had a contract with a studio and Brady Bunch was owned by Paramount and he, Robert Reed had a contract with Paramount and they couldn't find any parts, any movies for him. So they put him on the Brady Bunch and he belittled the scripts week after week. He hated, (laughs) he hated it so much. As a matter of fact, um, he is not in the finale of the show because he hated he hated the script so much. It was the one where <laughs> the one where Greg's graduation and he went to, to wash his hair and it turned orange. Uh, and, yeah. and Mike said that that's so stupid that I'm not gonna appear. And so they called his bluff and they wrote him out. He was not in the finale. Wow. They must, yeah. they must have said, Yeah, he had some big architects to go to somewhere, so he had to miss his son's graduation. Right, and to go further, um, Sherwood Schwartz, who was the creator, producer of all those schmaltzy shows back in the day, yep. his his first choice for Mr. Brady was Gene Hackman. <laughs> but, wow. But, uh, but Gene Hackman was considered too much of a nobody. Nobody had ever heard of him. <laughs> and, then, and then the very next year, The French Connection came out, and uh, wouldn't, they wouldn't have got Gene Hackman after that. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh, that's right. what I got for you on that. Okay, <laughs> that was great. All right, well, where are we now? Uh, you talked about I got Mr. Boy Brady's Hair. perm. Yeah, yeah, you're you're right there. Next, what I best one after that. Okay. Um, you know my my seventh memory here on this list. It's not a, any about any particular one episode, but it's more of a general. And you know when when uh, before before Mr. and Mrs. Brady got married, and, and you, you had Mr. Brady and the three boys, and he had Alice taking care of them. Well, then when he got married, you know it was like, well, what are they going to do with Alice? But Alice Alice stepped right in. She became she was like an integral part of the family. 
she did all the all the laundry, all the cooking, all the shopping, and everything. So my question is is this: What exactly did Mrs. Brady do all day? I mean, you know, I, it's, you know, she didn't she didn't go she didn't have a job. She didn't go to work. Uh, Alice did all the stuff around the house. I'm not, I don't know. I don't. I just kind of figuring out what did Mrs. Brady do with all of her time. That is a great question. Yeah, and, I, and I'll tell you a little story about that. She. She was uh, came from a family of privilege, and I can tell you that because uh, they had the wedding at her parent the reception, well the wedding and the reception at her parents' house. Yeah, and they had a big backyard, and it was catered, and uh, so I think she had some money, and I think Mike had his eye on that. Yeah. So he, <laughs> He wasn't going to rock the boat too badly. Okay, so, so Mike Mike was just kind of a mercenary. He, he saw some. Yes. Yeah. And here's so now you got these two single people getting married, and how did they both end up with three kids? Well, uh, we learned a lot in the pilot, and then we never, they never refer to it again. Um, yeah, they, yeah, they dropped that quick. They did. Mike was a widower, and we know that because Bobby had put his mom's picture away because he didn't want to upset his new mom. And yeah. and Mike had a nice heart to heart with him, said. No, your mom would be so proud of you. And, and, and they, <laughs> even though we'll and, never talk of her again. Right, right. And Carol, <laughs> Carol would, ne- would never mind that. She knows how much, you know, your mother means to you. Don't even worry about that. So he was all fired up. Now I put the picture back out. Oh, that's good. Now, in the very beginning of the pilot episode, when, like you said, Alice was taking care of these four boys, they referred, it was the wedding day. And that she refers to the future Mrs. Brady as Mrs. Martin. And oh, yeah. Okay. So that's her, well, that's her married name because when we go to the wedding, um, Mr. Bra- Mike Brady says to Carol's parents, he calls them Mr. and Mrs. Tyler. Okay. So there's a Mr. Martin in there somewhere, but we don't know. Did he, did she kill him? Did, uh, <laughs> Did he divorce her? Now, divorce was pretty taboo back in the early 70s. Yeah, but they, they, um, there, was, there was no mention of it. No mention. The only thing wow. was was that um, in that pilot episode again, Mrs. Brady said that if it wasn't for her parents, she wouldn't have been able to get through the last three or four years. So was it because they died or was it because she got dumped? We don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm going. I I love the idea that she she killed her ex husband. I'm going with that one. That's good. Until yeah. someone can I prove guess. differently. Yeah, she was adorable. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All what, right. What else are you gonna uh, uh, lead me so, into? Well, uh, here's another thing. I, I just it uh, something that pretty that showed up pretty much in part of the house. And I think it's, it's kind of led become legendary in TV history. Uh, but the, their backyard was not real grass. I think we all know it was the, the late sixties, early seventies was the time of AstroTurf and AstroTurf wasn't just a factor in major league baseball and the NFL. It got to the Brady's as well because they had an AstroTurf lawn in their backyard. Yep, nobody was assigned to mow the lawn on the chore list. Nope, nope. And uh, yeah, and 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 it, you know it was always looked nice and green, green back there. And 
And I don't, I don't know where, I don't know where the dog, you know, if they let the dog, you know, back in the backyard to, to take a crap in the lawn, but I know that dog didn't last very long. So maybe he, maybe he did and no. they got rid of him. Let's talk about the dog. Um, yeah. Tiger was his name and he was, he was only in five episodes, including the pilot. Um, his handler got, the tiger got away from him one day on the lot and he was running loose on the lot and got hit by a car and was killed. Oh, bummer. Yes. But, wow. but you'll notice the doghouse stayed in the backyard well after those five episodes. And we talked about this before when we were talking yeah. about the Brady's. Yeah. But that was because some lights had been, it fell over and they burned a hole in the, <laughs> in the AstroTurf. So they used the doghouse to cover up the hole. Rather than just, you know, spring for a little, another little patch of AstroTurf to patch it up, they just... Yep. We'll, just, we'll just, yeah, we'll leave the doghouse back there. Yep. All right. Okay. Ever, ever noticed that uh, TV dogs from the 70s or from the 60s and 70s, they were named after baseball teams. You had Tiger and you had Astro. Well, okay, you had, you had two anyways. Well, okay. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, shall we move on then? Yes, I'm counting uh, on it. All right. Well, this this goes this uh, my next one takes us back to the Brady's backyard. They they did a lot of activities back there. They're always going back, and the kid, the boys were always you know playing some kind of sport or something, or you know the girls were going back and you know jumping rope or whatever. And there was one day that Marsha was coming home, and the boys were playing football back there. And I don't remember which boy it was, but he he threw a long bomb. Marsha turned around and smacked her right in the face. And which prompted March to say the classic line, "Oh my nose!" And uh, you know, I, I've, I think I've tried to to replay that scene and and look at it close. I think she got hit in the nose. I think I think I think she really did. And then you know the, the you know then of course led to the whole drama that her nose swelled up and she had a big date and you know what what was going to happen. But uh, but it was all all just her classic line, "Oh my nose." is what I remember most about that. Correct. And you are correct that she got hit in the nose. Um, what happened there, I think, I want to say it was Peter, but I don't know either who else was throwing it. But whoever was of the Brady kids was assigned to throw the football were terrible. And they read, <laughs> they did take after take after take, and nobody could hit Marsha anywhere close to the nose. <laughs> so Sherwood Schwartz's brother, who was, I don't know what his name was, probably, Sean or something, yeah. but he stepped in and he took over. First shot, bam, right directly on the nose. <laughs> so, so if you're Marine McCormick and you know that this this scene, you're supposed to get hit in the nose. That's that's that. You know, you're going to be kind of like a little, little tentative going into that scene, aren't you? You know that people are just trying to hit you in the face with a football. Yeah, we need to go back and look at that and look for the flinch. Yeah, because that would be bad news. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, all my nose is my probably the my favorite line from the show, with the exception of maybe one other. But uh, yeah, there's there's a there's a, a few I've got coming on the list. Actually, everything left on my list is is a quote. So, all right, well, let's hear the next one. Okay, uh, number four. You know this this I remember very much from our days watching watching Brady Bunch there in uh, in Barnard Hall and Mount Pleasant. And I remember there's one. One episode we were watching, and Marsha was trying out to, to, to be head cheerleader at, at the high school. 
And so the each, each girl that got up and would try out, they all did the same exact routine. And it all started out with one, two, tell me, who are you? The Bears. And it was, it was never the Bears because their high school team was called the Bears, but it wasn't the Bears. It was always just the Bears. Right. And three, four, tell me who's going to score. The Bears. Yeah, Five, six, tell me who's got the kick. <laughs> I mean, you get you get the idea, right? So yeah. So this very memorable quote was just that whole that whole cheerleading uh, chant that each of the girls had to do, and they all did it the whole damn thing. Uh, and then, and as it, as it turns out, you know, and I think Greg was like one of the final judges, and he ended up picking some girl that was like not his sister. And not the the girl that was you know like trying to to be sweet on him or anything. He picked some some other girl, and then everyone hated him. Yeah, yeah. Is that maybe the girl he picked? Yeah, oh, yeah, maybe so. I think her name was Pat. Okay, well, um, Marshall wasn't the only cheerleader in the family. Um, Jan was on the at least on the junior high cheerleaders, and she had a good cheer that I always liked. She went to Fillmore junior high school and her cheer was f f f i l l l l m o o o o r e film our junior high and she would just do that continually louder and louder and louder and uh yeah i do remember that so i like that one that is good so cindy with her poor lisp she may have never been able to do a cheer yes and yes cindy was uh yeah she she was had a couple strikes against her for sure she did yeah but her hair was curly. <laughs> yes, it was. Okay, go ahead, George. What's what else after that? All right. Quote number th- or, or number three on my list, and my third favorite Brady Bunch quote is, you know, something happens to the middle children, it seems. You know, Jan, Jan's a middle child, and she's trying to find herself and come up with a something unique about her, and she comes up with the black with the that you know, that curly wig, right? Well, well. Peter wasn't wasn't uh, insulated from that as well, and he was kind of trying. He's a middle child, and he was kind of trying to find his way. And he was trying to develop a new personality. And he's watching old movies, and he's watching an old Humphrey Bogart movie, and he thinks Humphrey Bogart's pretty cool. So, so he kind of develops his own Humphrey Bogart personality, and he goes in and he asks Alice, you know, hey, Alice, what's for dinner? And Alice says, well, pork chops and applesauce. <laughs> and Pete, which prompts Peter to go, Puck Chops in Applesauce. Isn't that swell? So he, yeah. so he, he turned on his, his greatest Humphrey Bogart impression and ripped off a Pork Chops and Applesauce, which will live forever in Brady Bunch uh, memory. And have you ever in your life seen Pork Chops on a menu or been told <laughs> that you're going to eat Pork Chops and you haven't said, in applesauce swell every time every time you can't you can't say you can't say pork chops without saying an applesauce and that and it has to be an applesauce right yeah right. yeah um as much as we love the brady bunch and you're right it was big in reruns it never cracked the top 30 in the nielsen rating huh yeah. Well, Robert Reed was probably saying, "Say, I told you so. I told you this show is crap." Uh, well, I, I know. Yeah. But what if you know? Um, Carol, Alice, and Greg were the only cast members 
to appear in all 117 episodes. Oh, okay. That that should be surprising you. And what happened was in a second season episode, I do not have the details. Um, Greg was the only Brady kid that appeared in it, and uh, oh. along along with Carol and Alice, and we know about Mike, you know, being written out of the finale. Yeah. So that was it. So they had 117 episodes from 1969 to 1974, but uh, they weren't in all of them. Okay. Except they they were all in that. Uh opening the opening theme song weren't they yeah so i'm all there and, and there's a lot of things um you know you go around the internet looking for brady information there's a lot of talk about how that opening of the brady bunch that was the first ever zoom call oh, <laughs> i guess i guess it was they were all looking at each other right they're all looking, yes looking up and yeah. down and to the right and yeah left. yeah so they're all in their box yeah <laughs> so it makes sense to me yep they were the Brady's were decades ahead of their time. They were 50 years ahead of their time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So why don't we all have Ashley Turf lawns? Y- yeah. Well, 50 mm-hmm. years from now. Better. Okay. Okay. All right. Good enough. All right. Uh, okay. So that was, that was my third uh, quote, the pork chops and applesauce. My all-time number two Brady Bunch quote, Goes back to Jan again, and Jan get, Jan was just so filled with middle child angst. And there was just one one episode where, you know, it was Marsha this and Marsha that, and Marsha was getting all this stuff, and Jan was just getting look, getting passed over, looked beyond, looked past, and to, to the point where she gets so frustrated, she just comes out with, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Mm-hmm. and that's another probably that is probably as that line is so as as associated with jan as the pork chops and applesauce is associated with peter absolutely and if uh sarah is talking about some person over and over and over <laughs> again and then then it comes up again then i'll use that person's name <laughs> like she used to have a a, a a principal that worked with her and her name was tia and she talked to <laughs> She talked to Tia all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd say, oh, who's that? Tia. I go, Tia, Tia, Tia. Tia. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. <laughs> okay. So let me tell you this, George. Okay. Um, I, going back to that pilot, the girls had a cat named Fluffy. Yeah. Um, Tiger chasing all in, over the wedding. Oh, did he ever? My God, it was like 10 minutes of this 22-minute episode. <laughs> with this catch. And then... We go to episode two, cat gone. No, no uh, talking about Fluffy at all. I don't know what happened. If Tiger finally got him or what, but uh, there was no Fluffy. There was no Fluffy, just as there was no uh, picture of Peter's mom anywhere. Oh, um, well, no, they put that back up. Oh, did that they? That was legal. Did they? Okay. Yeah, Mike talked in it. Mike talked in it. All right. That. But, yeah, but no Fluffy. I, did, I didn't even remember Fluffy. I, I kind of did, yeah. I watched the uh, pilot episode in preparation for this, and it's it's a gold mine. It's beautiful. <laughs> All right. Well, are we are we at number number one? Number one. My yeah, all time favorite quote, and I know this is this is not as well known probably as you know the pork chops and applesauce or the Marsha Marsha or oh my nose. 
but I absolutely love this. You may remember an episode where the whole Brady family piles into their, I think it's like a Plymouth station wagon, that big brown station wagon. I don't know how they got 10 people in that car because they, they got, you know, all, all six kids plus Alice in that damn car. But they all piled into that car and drove to the Grand Canyon for a big family vacation. And they go down to the bottom of the canyon. They're camping out. And Bobby and Cindy get lost. And probably half of that episode, I, I swear the writers took this episode off because half of that episode was just people walking around the canyon going, Bobby, Cindy, Bobby. So it was, and it was, it was, there was just, there was no dialogue written for probably 15 minutes other than just all of the, the, the adults and the older kids just walking around yelling, Bobby, Cindy. So wow. that is my all time number one favorite Brady moment. Yep. Because it was a, that was like a Seinfeld thing. Cause that was a show about nothing. Yeah. Right? They're just yelling. <laughs> yeah. It was a show about yelling. Um, well, Bobby is kind of a pain in the ass, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. He's the kid. He's the kid who found the cursed idol in Hawaii. Yeah. And, you know, and Al hurt her back, and Greg wiped out while surfing. Yeah. That's all thanks to Bobby. Yes. You know, another another vacation ruined. Thanks, kid. Well, I know. Maybe if they just, they just left Bobby there at the bottom of the Grand Canyon, they'd have been well shot of him. They should have been going, Cindy! <laughs> you know, and left there. Yeah, back. no kidding. Bobby would have heard him uh, say, I guess they're not looking for me, so. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. exactly. I'm good. <laughs> I'm cool. I can keep uh, walking around. We'll get for rattlesnakes. <laughs> uh, I, have, I have two more interesting pieces. Of All right, yeah. There. Let's hear it. Uh, Carol Brady, Mrs. Brady, she was the only one of the nine main characters never to have her name in an episode title. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, poor Carol. Even, even Mr. Brady had... Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably Mike comes out. Or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but here's the biggest one. And I feel sorry for those Brady kids. I don't know. This is why they needed Alice. There was no toilet in that kid's bathroom. <laughs> they had that Jack and Jill bathroom yep. where both the bedrooms let in there. And at the time, TV rules prohibited showing a toilet on screen. Yeah. So you never saw a toilet in there. What were they to do? I don't know. I, but, well, I guess that does, that does maybe, maybe that's what it is. Maybe Mrs. Brady cleaned the, uh, I don't know. Well, there wasn't a toilet to oh. clean. Maybe she cleaned up wherever the kids were making a mess. I don't know. Yeah, maybe she had to empty the yeah. bucket or something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, that's the Brady Bunch. So one of the, I'll tell you what, it is the corniest corniest sweetest show it, it, it is it's got it's it, there's something very endearing about it and you know and like you said completely corny to the extent that you know when they did that the they did a couple of brady bunch movies in the 90s you know with uh, gary cole and shelly long and you know they just kind of like mocked the whole show but the, the movies were it was it was like it was mocking, but also very endearing. It was kind of, it was a very interesting, interesting take, but you know, yeah, it's, it was, it was corny as hell, but it gave all six of those kids, uh, you know, a career coming back and doing Brady Bunch appearances. 
Every fifth, every fifty something should watch it again from beginning to end, just for memories. But every every uh, Z generation or millennial don't watch it. You're yeah. gonna hate it. <laughs> it's groovy though. So, it is groovy. The short skirts are kind of cool, really? but uh, that's about. You know, it. actually, I got I got to just share this one last thing with you. Uh, so this you, you, you're familiar with me TV, right? That cable show that shows a lot of a bunch of old shows. This yeah, morning absolutely. on me TV on my three sons, we had uh, Chip was going to school, and Chip was kind of like uh, sweet on this this one girl at school. And who was that one girl that Chip was sweet on? Maureen McCormick. So oh, my my boy. three sons must have known that there was going to be a special Brady Bunch podcast recording today because they threw uh, they threw Marsha, a very young Marsha, into a My Three Sons episode for us. George, admit it. You were sweet on, my, oh, on Marsha, oh, who, too. Oh, who wasn't? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 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 All right. Um, well, enough of that. We don't want to yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Okay, George. That's the Brady Bunch, everything you could possibly want to know and a little bit more. We are on, uh, you can email gkmusings at yahoo.com. You can uh, find the podcast everywhere. Um, if you Google George and Keith's Musings, it'll come up. Or you can go to Spotify or Apple um, or Anchor, which, which is kind of where we're home base connected. But it's all free, no commercials, just great uh, yep, trivia. That's what we're here for. All right, George. We'll 